Hello, and welcome to Single Moms on Film. I am retired breeder, Jen McGuire, and I am talking to a fellow retired breeder, actually, Marcella Leeper, because you were breeding. I'm still breeding. You're, you're still breeding. Breeding. No, no, you're a retired breeder. Oh, a breeder. I always thought you said breeder. What? No. And we're off. <laughs> and here it goes. So no, you and I are both retired breeders because we don't want to have any more babies. And I don't think either one of us physically can. Even no, you can. You can. That's not true. Like they can plant eggs in you and like they can do the whole thing. You don't have to do a thing. Wow. You just at the end have to go to the hospital and give birth. But it's still possible. I think the oldest one was 65 or 68 when she did it. Well, Merry Christmas, Marcella. Now I know what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, it's never going to happen, but, you know, I'm just saying. So this episode of Single Moms on Film is, uh, is, is a bit of a left turn because there is, I'm sure there's at least one single mom on film, but that's actually not what we're talking about at all. We're okay, talking no, no, about she's a single in, 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 no, 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 she is single for like a short period of time in the movie. She's single. Quiet. You're wrecking it. You know what? And the worst part is, <laughs> listeners, I can't even edit that out because I'm very, very bad at editing. So whatever you get in this episode is what you're getting. I don't know what to say. Yeah. It scored 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's all it got. Okay. So the movie we're talking about is called One Magic Christmas. I'm going to say most of you have not watched or heard of this movie and I chose it for a couple reasons. I chose it because it was filmed uh, in my hometown where Marcella um, used to live as well and in Meaford as well. So Owen Sound and Meaford, it was filmed there and it was filmed there when I was actually growing up. So it was very cool because you actually got to see them filming the movie and everything. I filmed it. I also chose it, sorry, because the mom should be single in this movie in my IMO, in my opinion. And also because I knew that Marcella would 100% disagree with everything I said about this movie. And for some reason to me, that is very, very funny. I don't know why. <laughs> so Marcella. No, I don't disagree with the movie. Well, that's um, I, that's I actually disagree with Rotten Tomatoes because oh, I thought there was, I, I mean, I did fall asleep almost a couple of times, but I stayed up. <laughs> It was and I watched it because I got it. I got excited when I saw City Hall. Oh, it sounds City I Hall. Oh, I know. It was. <laughs> I was excited. Did I tell you ahead of time that it was filmed here? Or did you already know? Yeah, you said it's filmed here, so I thought you meant filmed in Canada. Canada yeah, no. Yeah, so I didn't. So I thought maybe Toronto or. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. Right around the corner from your old house, actually. Yeah, City Hall. Was oh, right City Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. pretty close. Yeah. And uh, so this movie was filmed, I believe, in what well, was it was released? I should say in 1985, and it stars surprisingly, it stars Mary Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen, star of film and screen, like a mate, like a, like a really talented, huge actress, was staying at the Holiday Inn in Owen Sound, where my mother was a bartender at the time. 
Ooh. <laughs> oh, you do know a lot. Okay, I'm in trouble here. Yeah, no, actually, but I don't know. I don't remember those stories very well. But the movie is about a woman named Ginny. Uh, what is her last name in the movie? A Grainer. Granger. Granger. And her husband, Jack Granger. And their two children, Abby and yeah. Hal. Just there like you go. Husband. Now we know why your son is. <laughs> he actually might be. You know, I have a barrister to admit my oldest son is named Callum. And now I'm worried that I named him after that child because I did love the little boy in this movie so, so much. He was such with his cute little bowl cut and he's always a bit sassy and a bit angry at somebody. Oh, this kid killed me. I loved him. Yeah. So the big problem in the movie, the big impetus behind everything is that Ginny, a woman who is working double shifts at the local grocery store every day, I think seven days a week. Marcella, did we lose you? No, am I here? What? I lost your camera. That's okay. I've seen, okay. I've seen you. It's okay. So Ginny is working at the grocery store. Maybe okay. seven. Yep, you're good. Seven days a week, double shifts, wearing her little crocheted cardigans and her nine long, like it's just tragic and her husband has been unemployed for six months and is building bikes in the basement mm -hmm. her dad has died in the last year they are having to leave their home the day after christmas and she's in trouble because she doesn't like to say merry christmas she's not feeling very christmasy this year so the movie is about getting Ginny to see what's important about christmas without helping her in any way shape or form yeah. So this was one of the things that worried me. I'm like, why aren't they packing? <laughs> oh. oh, the whole movie. I was so stressed about that. And <laughs> stuff on the ground. And the husband's like, gee whiz, honey, I want to build more bikes in the basement and make more of a mess. More of a mess. And she's like, I have one hour off a week and I have to pack. Can somebody please help me nobody packed okay. it's like this whole movie i'm like you gotta move yeah. january 1st yeah or whatever it is yeah well um, yeah they they said they were coming in like so yeah i was worried about that like i watched this movie and i'm like start packing get packing like somebody help her pack somebody and i and the thing is she sort of tries to pack but she's really depressed because of the aforementioned reasons. Like there's this scene right at the beginning where they've taken the kids out. Like, and by the way, she did take the kids out to see Santa at the mall or whatever. Oh no, she wouldn't let them go see. Because in this movie, it costs $5 to see Santa at the yeah. mall, which I have never heard of. But that's well, That's a, she's like, well, it costs money to see Santa. And then also says to her seven-year-old child, you know, Abby, for heaven's sakes, you're seven years old. It's about time. And she just about tells her kid, there's no more Santa. And then everybody stops her. And I kind of don't blame her. She's like, I don't want this kid having high expectations for Christmas, you know? Yeah. yeah. I did, well, I did enjoy the grocery store scenes with that orange outfit and the, and the whatever they had on their chest. Like, oh, yeah, and her running whoa. shoes and her little leg warmers. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> and that weird brooch. By the way, I still can't see your cameras off. Fix your camera so I can see if you're laughing or not. Okay, I am laughing, but I don't know why this thing. But I want to see it with my own eyes. <laughs> I don't know why it keeps shutting off. 
And my favorite is it flashes your name, Marcella, Marcella. Okay, you know what? Let's just keep going because you can't edit, you said. I really can't, everyone. I really, really can't. I edited some real doozies from Marcella last time. It was horrible. So the movie opens up with us seeing the most, to me, upsetting character of the movie named Gideon. And he is meant yeah. to be a Christmas angel. He is wearing a full-length leather trench coat, is unshaven, and hovers around small children constantly. <laughs> Gideon. I, I don't, and he says, he like whispers things to them all the time. Like the kids at one point are sitting outside with their friend Molly Monaghan, played by Canada's sweetheart, Sarah Polly, when she was a little girl, by the way. I don't know if you know who she is, but like she is, oh, yeah. Are you yeah. She's yeah, so they said, oh, I was trying. Abby is Elizabeth Harnosh. Yeah, I wrote down some of the names. I don't think, like, I think the little boy who played Cal, he's Robbie Magwood is his name, but I don't think yeah. he ever acted afterwards or anything. No, he quit immediately. <laughs> so I actually know the name for Gideon, but I actually had everybody written down, like, Ginny is played by Mary Steenburgen, Blah, blah, blah. G Jack is played by Gary Basaraba. And beside no, Gideon. Jack is played by Gary. Oh, yeah. Gary Basaraba. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Gideon, I think he's somewhat familiar. Yeah. He's actually one of those actors who's still kind of around. If you watch like Law and Order and those things, he's always. Kind oh, of OK. 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 And then beside Gideon, I just put creep. <laughs> I didn't put an actor. I know it's Harry Dean Stanton, though. So I, I do know. That. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, he's also he's also dead now. So he might be a real angel at this point. Can you see me now? I can see you now. There you are. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, there you okay, perfect. Like I like your hair like that. It's cute. Oh, thanks. Yeah, nice. Well, I tell you, secret has nothing to do with the movie. Let's hear but it. the juva bun is fake hair. Yeah. Did you get one of those? Oh my God, yeah. I never would have known it. It's really cute. The ad went by so often that I thought one night at 2 a.m. in the morning, why won't oh, I just God. order it? <laughs> and oh, I ordered it. I have to, anyway, back to, I have to say, though, we could do a little sidebar because I have okay. to say, in early COVID days, the amount of shit that was delivered to my house <laughs> from 2 a.m. <laughs> scrolling. And I was like, oh, where'd this robe come from? Why was I so convinced I needed this robe? <laughs> And I would I'd open boxes. It was like Christmas every day. It's like, I don't know where any of this came from. And I'm not rich. Like, that was a really bad idea. So give me your first impressions of Gideon. I've now let the cat. I thought he was a, yeah, he scared me. Like, I don't know why any kid would go with him. Like, he looked. He looked like it, like he had one of those Australian raincoats on. Yes. Those oil coats. Yes. That was what he was wearing. And then he had this cowboy hat. Like he looked like he was from down under. And uh, there's no kid that wouldn't scream stranger danger as soon as they would see him. Yeah. So, like, like I said, at one point, Cal, Abby, and little Molly Monaghan who lives down the street and needs a bike for Christmas. Yeah. Is why the dad is never helping with anything. Cause he's really got to make sure Molly Monaghan has a bike in the middle of fucking December when she can't yeah. ride it anywhere. Cause that's the big panic. Sorry. I'm a little bitter. So, <laughs> but they're all sitting there talking. And then Abby says to Molly, like, does your mom like Christmas? And Molly's like, yeah, she likes Christmas. And 
whatever they're talking about how their mom doesn't and Gideon is already watching all the children and then sidles up and goes your mom doesn't like Christmas that's sad why <laughs> what and Cal goes who are you mister <laughs> which, which is my favorite so Gideon is the I don't know the people like they should have a warning at the beginning of this and this is a Disney movie too by the way yeah, yeah, there's a scary angel coming on. There's a scary angel who's going to do things like appear in Abby's bedroom in the middle of the night, tell her not to tell her parents going up. He just sits there beside her bed and she's like, oh, hi, Gideon. And she basically, at one point, I'm, we're going to go all over the place with this movie because you wouldn't, I actually read a review that described it as much as I adore this movie and I watch it every year. And it's so ridiculous. One review on Rotten Tomatoes said it's like somebody was trying to make It's a Wonderful Life and they made Nightmare on Elm Street instead. (laughs) (laughs) Which is perfect for Owen Sound. It really is. Like to me, this Christmas movie feels very real. Like, it yeah. feels like there are 20 people on this street right now who are living that exact life, who are having a yeah. hell of a fucking time. They don't really want to deal with the fact that Christmas is coming because it just reminds them of all the shit they can't get their kids. Yeah. And they are going to lose, especially losing their houses. That's a big one right now. Like, oh. Yeah. And I didn't, I did this one of the things. I don't know why it wasn't brought up more often about them having to leave that house. Well, here's why I think. Okay. I stopped feeling so sorry for them when I realized they were going to move into great granddad's house in the country and it's a mansion. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. He's living there in the country. And I'm like, well, great granddad, you could have offered a long time ago. I don't want to be mean. They've been scared all this time. Your grandson is too busy talking about angels and Santa and being the popular dad. (laughs) <laughs> to do anything like my heart just goes out for that Jenny because she's a drag nobody wants to be around her because she's cranky all the time oh yeah she is I do think Mary Steenberg and I don't know how many movies she did but she's a bit whiny oh yeah oh no she knows how to do that role for sure she knows how to whine you actually you know what if you look up her film credits you're going to recognize her from so many things she's been in no so I know but I've seen her whining before. <laughs> I think they call it <laughs> I don't mean drinking wine. I mean, wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do you think it's maybe like a southern twang? Do you think it's got that sort of like a little bit of an accent? Maybe. I mean, in this movie, she does just actually whine. Yeah, but I've seen her whine afterwards. I don't I like I can't think of the top of my head where else I've seen her whine a lot. <laughs> but I can look it up in Wikipedia and yeah. so would look up look up um Mary Steenbridge and whining. Don't really. So she's married to Ted Dance in her real life. They seem okay. So maybe she's not I, know. I think I think Ted would have been better off with me. I don't know. Maybe. Now you really but I've never met him, so it would be difficult. Seems lovely, but she seems lovely too. I'm I'm a big fan of Mary Steenbridge. And I oh, you are? Okay, good. I don't really know why, just because I like her. So, so I was told by my boss I argue too much. So no. I'm trying to I, I'm <laughs> so I'm trying to roll it in. No, don't do that. That's why I'm having this podcast with you. What are you talking about? 
Why do I want you here? And I'm going, okay, Mary, it seems lovely. Because <laughs> I shouldn't argue about everything. You know what I actually edited out in our last podcast? It makes me really sad. You said my one of my favorite, I'm going to call it a Marcella-ism, shit dick all nothing. And I forgot to leave that in. So I'm like, I want a t-shirt that says shit dick all nothing. I love that saying. Okay, good. It's a good one. It's a good one. So, but fake Newton, I use a lot too. Yeah, when you don't want to Just swear. To clean it up a little bit. I think that's fair. What's your boss doing telling you not to argue? Quit that job. <laughs> She's going to listen to this podcast, you know. Don't tell her not to argue then. It's what makes her funny. It seems I'm always arguing with her, with nobody else except her. <laughs> I like an argumentative friend, man. I think it's funny. There you go. When, I don't think we really, like you said, you fell asleep a little bit in the beginning. So we can get back to the storyline. The storyline is basically Ginny, or sorry, the child, Abby, who has, by the way, beautiful hair, that child. That, she was probably the best, Abby was probably the best thing about this movie. Really? I kind of wanted to smack her one, but... No, I thought she was pretty, she was, I thought she was adorable. Oh, yeah. And her and her mom and their weird matching old lady robes that I loved. <laughs> <laughs> they wear these like blue fuzzy robes tied with rope and they both have the same ones. It's it's amazing. So I like how they only have one bathroom to share because I have that problem now and I only have to share it with Michael and it's already too much for me. Like, oh, it's I hate like, it. I've shared so many bathrooms. It's disgusting. I don't. <laughs> but, well, with four boys, I don't even want to discuss that. I remember my little house that I have. Remember the, the little yeah. at the end of the road? We had yeah. the smallest bathroom and the sink never worked the whole time I was there. Oh, nice. It's exhausting. With four boys. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Robert's uh, your son, Robert, saw me like draining water. And he was like, what is happening? Like, what are you doing? I was like, all of you go to Marcellus. Just get out. So Abby essentially works with Gideon to force her mother to say Merry Christmas because she writes a letter to Santa. Gideon magics it out of the, you know, out of the post, the post box or whatever. And says, yeah, take, he, this, take this back, tell your mother to mail it, and then somehow she'll be into the spirit of Christmas. Why Ginny doesn't lie and say she mailed it, I don't understand. I know, because I've always told my kids I mailed all their letters, and yeah. I never did. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, I did it. Like, the kids yeah. used to have, you know, um, in Owen Sound, we have the Festival of Lights, and they've got, like, the mailbox down there for Santa. Yeah. So they would put it in there, and that's fine. But, like... I lied about plenty of other stuff. It seemed like it because especially with the horrors that Ginny has to go through because she doesn't feel Christmassy. I say again, she has to work a full double shift on Christmas Eve. She makes everybody breakfast before she goes. They're all mad at her because they can't decorate a Christmas tree. And then we'll get there. That's actually quite far in the movie because this is after we meet Harry the bad guy the what's his name uh harry he is uh harry dickens he is the one that well he's not really a bad guy he's a he's a good bad guy who robs the owen sound mill the 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 post office and they turn it into a bank i know 
I know. I and then we goes too. to the little like gas station that was at the top of the hill. Yeah. This is going to be in a very Owen Sound specific. <laughs> I don't know how not everybody in Owen Sound watches this movie on a regular basis because it got me excited. And I even wanted to try to get my grandchild to watch it. But he quit after five minutes. He was like, what is this? This is like a Scandinavian drama, but not pretty. That's what it's like. It's like so, yeah. it's so dark. And there's a lot of lines where it's just Ginny saying things like, I can't even remember any quotes right now. Just like dark and sad. And she doesn't know what they've got to be all joyful, jolly about. She's sick of it. And like, fair enough. And she does actually go to the grocery, to the store and get the kids, you know, a tea set and an etch-a-sketch. Yeah, which dad, I beautiful. Dad who's not working, let me say again, and hasn't worked in six months and is yeah. playing with bikes in the basement and thinking he wants to open his little bike shop with all of their money. He wants to take all of their money to do that. He says, um, well, I think we should take a couple hundred dollars more out of the bank. Like, they, you are losing your home. They got a tea set and an etch-a-sketch. They're fucking fine. That is plenty. They don't need any more than that. Well, as for me, I, I like I do believe like I think Christmas is a fun time for food oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But all this present shopping and spending insane amount of money, I think is just gross. Honestly, I, think, I get it. Like it's you know, I just actually weirdly wrote um, an essay. It's almost the opposite of that about how ever since my kids were little, I always got them to get me a Christmas present, but not like. Mm -hmm. Like in the beginning, it was like the very first year when I was on my own, I like bought my own sweater and gave it to my aunt to give to the kids to wrap and give to me. And then they were like lying and they're like, oh, it's blue because I know that's your favorite color. I'm like, mm -hmm, okay. But I got them to do that just because I think it's good for them to think about somebody else, you know? Yeah. And it's like nice to actually give a little present to somebody and it's never been big expensive stuff or anything like that, but it's always like, we do actually have this really nice moment on Christmas morning where there's usually some kind of like a funny gift or like a surprise thing where everybody's, that's really nice. So I think you can kind of yeah. balance it. You know, you don't have to like go wild, but you know. Give no, it I totally don't go wild. Everybody gets secondhand shit from me, oh, yeah. including, including my grandkids. Like I just went to Value Village Christmas shopping, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a toy and uh, it's wrapped and that's it. <laughs> and actually, you know what the thing is? I think if you are somebody who wants to buy a lot of gifts and you have the money and you, you do your thing, I think yeah. the thing that makes me feel bad are people who feel pressured who don't have the money to do it. Well, this is the problem. Yeah. I feel that it's people that actually don't have money that feel more pressure to do this because I have a, a, a girl at my office. And she spends lots of money. I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah, you're you're 100 right. I know that I went through a lot of stages when the kids were younger, where I would spend way more than I had, and I would have yeah. these like little crumpled up budgets, you know, all over the house where I was like stressing out. And then, like my oldest Cal, apparently named after the kid in One Magic Christmas, said that <laughs> year, like, you're in a bad mood all year. I'd rather get nothing. Like. Yeah that sweater you're getting me I don't really care like he was about 11 or 12 and he was just like you're he didn't call me a bitch but he's <laughs> like you're a real bitch at Christmas 
And ever since then, I felt released from it, but I did feel like I had to prove something at Christmas for a long time. So I do get that. Those are the people I do feel really bad for because you really don't. Yeah. It's It's like, stop spending that money. You don't even have it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like if you've got it, go, go to town, do whatever you want to do, but also, you know, also keep it to yourself. Yeah. Brag about how much they spend at Christmas. What the fuck are you doing with your life? Like, I, what are you doing? Come on. I'm not naming any names, but it starts with a B. She spends a lot of money on Christmas. Sure does. It's okay. She'll, she'd never figure out how to get this podcast. God love her. It's okay. But yeah, I, I, uh, I have and she to told me how much she spent. I'm like, what? I know. And I, the thing is, it's so funny because I think people get wrapped up in, no, but that makes me really happy. You know? Mm-hmm. So like, no, no, it makes me really happy. But that, I don't know that it really does though. Like that baking cookies makes me real happy. And it also, you know, does things to me, but like, yeah. I also have to temper it a little bit because you start scaring people when you, that's the other thing I've noticed. Cause I've been baking too much and people get a little like, you know, okay, we get it. You, you know how to bake a cookie. So what I want to say about Christmas, I yeah. do like the Christmas spirit. I took oh, yeah. my grandson to the Christmas parade. It was pouring rain. Oh, I love that picture. And then it, was, it took him 45 minutes for this parade to start. They said it starts at five, but they didn't come by until 5.45. Um, once it started, this kid got so excited. Oh, yeah. He was going ape shit. Like ape shit. And when he saw Santa, he got all quiet and he didn't want to say anything. And he was just staring at Santa and he goes, and then the next day I picked him up and he goes, are we going to see Santa again? Oh, that's so sweet. I saw the picture of him that you sent me where he's sitting there with his little umbrella and his stroller. And he's just looking like, why the fuck are we out here? This is. He had no idea what was coming. But then when it all started, he was just like like crazy started dancing and singing and he was like a like he was like wild all over it oh and he's actually at a perfect christmas age yeah four years old yeah oh that's ideal that is fantastic because they really get the magic of it and and you can do little things with them you can do little christmas projects like that's a good time i was going to send genie a little video of my grandson just to make her cheer up that's a really good idea. Here, Jenny, look at here's a here's a grandchild. Should be like, how did this video get here? It's 1985. That's terrifying. So, to yeah. get Jenny to say Merry Christmas again, like I said, she's supposed to mail off this Christmas card. Meanwhile, she's at work and she's dealing with Harry. Harry, who accuses her of already ringing in them ringing in them Dorito chips already. Remember, like he's and she's just so tired of him, and he's like paying her with change and throwing it at her and whatever. And like, she's just dealing with people. We know what the grocery store is like at Christmas. Mm. I, I really do. I'm, I'm trying to make myself sound so great. I really try and be extra nice to the poor staff at that grocery store at Christmas. Cause I'm like, yeah, the shit you must have to go through. Like, I love that manager. And then when she has to name all the specials. <laughs> and you go, <laughs> Herbie Conklin, Herbie Conklin manager. Um. <laughs> And actually, it's really funny, too, because, you know, we have such a funny year this year with people in in jobs that are usually very underrepresented, you know, like service industry and that kind of thing, who are really just saying, like, I've kind of had it. Like, you're not, you can't just say, 
I'm, you're going to, I'm, I have to work for 16 hours and I get one break, you know, like you can't just say things like that anymore. And no, you can't do that shit anymore. No. And I have to say this movie is a really good example of why that was bullshit. Cause she can't even so much as ask for a five minute break to keep her husband from emptying their bank account (laughs) just to walk across the street with her child. She can't even say that he fires her. Yeah. Spoiler alert. She gets fired later on, but yeah. And that's the thing. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, such a good reminder of like why people are actually kind of sick of it, you know? Cause like that kind of stuff does really happen where you just sort of feel like, yeah. you, know, you, you can't do well, it. Not anymore. People will sure. bite your tongue now because it's hard to get anybody period. Exactly. I know the local A and W. Yeah. It's funny to me because back when I worked at Joe tomatoes, a local restaurant, Ooh, this is a very Owen Sound heavy episode. But uh, the I when back when I used to work there, I met the guy who was the manager, and he remains the manager now. And he uh, was really shit talking people who have to work in the service industry. It's one thing to be a manager, but yeah. you know, like, how are you in your thirties and doing this kind of thing? Well, now he's got a sign up out front begging people to work for him. Yeah. We're hiring yeah. $15 an hour, two paid <laughs> sick days, please, please. And I'm like, you know what, honey, you, you know, you yeah. get what you give. You get what you give. I don't know what. No, but it's everywhere. I can see yeah. hiring now signs like literally everywhere. And it's all the shit jobs. And now people yeah. are going, you know what? I had this big break and now I'm actually going to go and get the job I want. That's right. Exactly. And the thing is, it's so funny because last night I actually had like, have you ever had one of these? I think, I don't know what the actual terms called. It's like a frustration dream where you're like working and you can't get your thing done. Like I used to have them when I was a waitress all the time or server, sorry, whatever, all the time where it's just like, you can't get people's food to their table fast enough and you can't, you know, whatever. And like, my job now is arguably kind of higher stakes than it was. I don't feel the kind of stress that I like that I did when I was a waitress. I was stressed out all the time. People were, are always a little mad at you. Yeah. And like when people go into restaurants and they're like, oh, nobody ever wants to work anymore. It, you know, look <laughs> in the mirror and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> like a lot of people are horrible customers. I digress. That has nothing to do with one magic Christmas. A little yeah. bit, actually. Well, no, I doubt. Yeah. So we were at the point where she was asking for five minutes off to go to the bank because her daughter came in. Yes. To stop her husband from emptying yeah, out this the is bank. On Christmas Eve. She's yeah. working that double shift. She's actually had a confrontation with Gideon where Gideon asked her if she's made, he stands at the postal box or the mailbox or whatever, and asked her if she's mailing a letter to Santa. And she's like, I'm a little old for the North pole because she is. And he's like, Oh, that's quite sad. It's like, get out of here with your weird long coat, whatever. So she has to deal with that. And then she doesn't mail off a letter to Santa. And then all of a sudden Gideon essentially tells her, you'll be sorry. All the lights on her street go out. Oh, and they all go off. And it's like, dong, 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 dong. And she goes home and she's like, that was weird. They get up in the morning. You know, she's put, she's doing this thing that I love. It is such an 80s move. My mom did it all the time. She's putting her lipstick on using the toaster as a reflection. And that was, (laughs) 
<laughs> my mom did that all the time. I loved it so much. And the minute she leaves for work that day, Jack, her husband, has got the kids in the car. He's gone to pick up a Christmas tree <laughs> to decorate. It is a very nice car, though, by the way. Yeah, it's a cool it's like car. It's an epic car. I like, think it's supposed to be like a shitty car, but then they forget that, it, you know. It, it would be a vintage classic right now. Oh, I don't yeah. know which. <laughs> you know who I wish I, we could, I could have gotten on here with us? I know the woman who is actually the, the location scout oh. for this movie. Her name yeah. is Donna. She's a Danish woman. She's so fantastic. And she found, like, she would have found that car probably. Like, she found all of the stuff for the show. Now I'm, now I'm worried that I'm lying. I just got scared. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is all free. It's, it's Lana, free. You, you have to listen to this podcast. Yes. Yana, <laughs> listen up. So as Jack is in the bank, oh, and we've already seen Harry... The, yeah, the, Harry is having a hard time. He's having yeah, a hard time. It's Christmas Eve. He has a child, Frankie, um, in the car with him. He tries to sell some stuff off at a gas station where Ginny's at earlier. And um, the guy won't take any, give him any money or whatever. He goes into the bank to rob the bank and Jack is in there. So she yeah. doesn't know that. She tells Herbie Conklin, manager, that she's going to take five minutes to stop her husband from taking all their money out of the bank. He fires her. She goes into the bank, startles Harry, and her husband gets shot in the chest and killed. Because she doesn't like Christmas. Because she doesn't like Christmas. It was all her fault. And then, as if that's not bad enough, Harry runs for it. But Jack was double parked in front of Harry, so he takes the car with yeah. the kids in the car, takes off. With the cat, with Cal saying in the backseat, "Hey, this is my dad's car, Mister. That's a big concern." And then uh, drives it along, gets in an accident, tries to go through one of the what do they call those? Like when the cop is across the road. Well, the cop is trying to block a roadblock yeah, by the police. That's yeah. right. So he goes off the bridge, and we think the children have now been killed as well. Yeah, everybody drowns because. Ginny didn't feel like saying Merry Christmas to Mrs. Monahan or Mrs. Bonaducci from down the road. She just yeah. didn't feel like it. So this scene does get to me a little bit because she's so pent up emotionally that she she's lost everything. Like at her job, her kids, her husband, everything. And she can't even really cry. I have to tell this you. This is where I got excited. <laughs> Like action, there's action in this yeah. movie, and we're like a solid 45 minutes in at that point. And you know what? I actually thought when I was watching that, I thought, I bet this is how Marcella cries because you're always like, nah, I didn't cry, I didn't cry. No, I didn't cry, but I thought, oh, action, there's something happening here, happening. yeah, because she actually, to her credit. When Harry takes off with the kids, she grabs his car and tries to chase him down. Mm -hmm. But big shocker, he's out of gas because he's poor. Yeah, of course. He couldn't get any at the gas station. So Gideon flies along with his weird cape, whatever that <laughs> thing is. And the Down Under jacket. The oil coat from Down Under. That's right. Wouldn't it be great if he was wearing Uggs under there too? <laughs> Going for a whole Australian look. 
Sorry, he, Australian. He looked really Australian there. Anyway. And actually, he does tell the story about how he became an angel. And it's such a humble brag. Because she's, Abby's like, Gideon, were you a good person who died? And he goes, well, I don't know. I mean, I was walking by the Snake River and there was a child drowning and I saved her. <laughs> So I guess. But, but I died. But I died, so I guess I'm a good person who died. He does have a good voice, though. He does. Yeah, his voice could be soothing enough to take the edge of the creepy appearance. Okay, I want you to picture this right now. Picture the room you're in right now. All the yeah. lights are out. You're alone. You've got your pretty little fireplace going. You wake up. Gideon is sitting beside you in his oil coat. And he whispers to you like he did to Abby, look for the angel at the top of the tree. You wouldn't be scared. <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> and so I would freak the fuck out. But she had met him before. So maybe. Yeah, it was a bit creepy. Yeah, it didn't seem very Disney-like. But I have to say. It did feel very 80s for me. Mm. Right? Like very oh, just the outfits and everything. Oh yeah. And I tried to still frame the pictures of like when they're all standing by City Hall and aligning oh. the tree and to see if I recognize anybody that would be now well, you definitely would. 40 years old or 50 or 60 that was in that scene because oh, yeah. I would have used locals. Well, you know the scene when she's running down like so she does actually go to meet the angel at the top of the tree like he says yeah running down that street i actually was i was supposed to be grounded because i was in trouble and i snuck out of my house and watched that being mm -hmm. filmed from across the road so that was mm -hmm. yeah i wasn't in it or anything but like i think my mom was an extra for some of it like she she said most people in town were you know yeah, I got like a little moment or something like that. And especially because she read, like, I think I can't remember which, which she told me. I should have called her before we did this, actually. But uh, so, yeah. I was so, surprised Barry Moore wasn't in it. Yeah. yeah I'm surprised. I, I'd love to see. We should almost do when You know what? When I post this, I'm going to yeah. do a little, we should do a little call out and see who actually was in it. Because I bet. Who wasn't in that movie? Know. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like I to see. I think it'll be more people than you think. I think so, too. Yeah. So recap jack's dead you know we're real sad because he was so friendly trying to take all of his money out of the bank for his bike shop yeah and hold on he got shot yeah so they know that he got shot by he harry. got shot because he was trying to get harry to not take a, like a, a prisoner or a yeah. hostage or whatever yeah. it was a kid which was very noble you know, maybe they'll give him a job at the bank in security. Maybe that would work. Maybe. Because the old man who's working there didn't even reach for his gun. The guy actually <laughs> says to him, don't reach for that gun, old man. And it's like, he wasn't. I was looking. He was just standing there. He was a no. He was like, I am not getting involved in this. Absolutely not. So. Oh, yeah. So Gideon rescues the kids. Ginny. There is a really poignant scene where she's sitting in the house and she's just like, it's very quiet and you just hear the clock ticking and other people have kind of come over to kind of watch her, but nobody really knows how to approach her. And then she finds out from great granddad that the kids are alive. 
And oh, and great, we should point out the great granddad gave Abby a globe that I feel like Gideon threatened Abby with. <laughs> it's like she wasn't that upset about her mom not liking Christmas. So yeah. He says to her when he's sitting beside her bed in the middle of the night, something in your mom just broke and then drops the, the globe. He, he dropped the globe. But he, to show it was magic, that he was magic. Yeah. Like now he, could, he could fix it in one second flat. I have to say, though, I mean, she's very happy. She didn't seem that upset that her husband was dead. She didn't. Probably, <laughs> you know what? I kind of wonder if Ginny was thinking one less mouth to feed. Now I can sell those bicycles for parts and actually, like, you know, yeah. figure something out because now I'm, I'm unemployed <laughs> and maybe yeah. I'll get widow's benefits. She's probably thinking that. Yeah, you know? because she did not seem that upset. She was like, oh, no, Jack, how upset would I be if Michael died? Would I be really upset? Like, he oh, Can he hear you? Because I feel like that's two different answers. <laughs> I mean, like, am I going to relive a second youth? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, because she doesn't really like she's genuinely upset about those kids. Yeah, she's oh, upset about the kids, but her husband I didn't see that. Well, and she tells the kids, you know, your dad's dead. Yeah. And Abby says, dad never died before. And I'm like, Abby, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So she decides to go ask Santa to yeah. make her dad not dead. And that really becomes her saying, make my dad not dead anymore. She leaves the house. The mother, this mother has just gotten these two children back in the house. Yeah. They're safe. And then one is gone immediately. She takes off. And actually to Abby's credit, considering she's seven, she fully put on her whole snowsuit by herself. Yeah, I know. And it was very good. And yeah. she had like little mittens on and she like matched everything. I was like, that's actually pretty impressive, Abby. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> because she would have, she would have had to have a spare because she was just drowning in the other one an hour ago. <laughs> so it's probably still wet. I know. I just, yeah. Well, anyway. So she goes off to see Santa and this is a Santa I fully approve of. I love oh, the Santa was the, was really, really good. Oh, I love John, uh, Jan Rubes, I think is his name. Yeah, I, no, Santa, Santa was fantastic. Dutch Marcella. Well, check your, check that's why he was so fantastic. He, he was, was really good. He, I don't want some weird hot Santa that's so <laughs> creepy. Like, I don't know well, if you saw those movies um, there with Kurt Russell. And it's the Christmas Oh, yeah, movie. yeah. And he's, yeah. like, good looking. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Although, that being said, there's yeah. a new Norwegian postal ad with a gay Santa to celebrate 50 years of being legally able to love whoever they want. It yeah. is, I'm telling you. It is a beautiful ad. I love it so much. This is that is the only Santa I'm willing to stray for. I love okay. that Santa. And but this one, I don't want to be weird, but I would wear every item of his clothing. It's all yeah, no, it was and it was a real beard and a real like there was no makeup involved because it's 1980, whatever. And so it looked very realistic. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And like him and Mrs. Claus, you know, they had yeah. like their cute little, their cute little cabin. And the thing I liked about it is he kept forgetting what he was talking about. He'd ask <laughs> him a question and he was like, what? 
oh yeah oh okay okay and I'm thinking he has a lot to think about like now that I'm nearly 50 I forget what I'm talking about a hundred times a day imagine no I forget a lot I'm gonna be 60 what the fuck so soon too eh? so soon I don't know how that happened I don't know. When I was little, I would dream about living past the year 2000. Oh, I and know. I couldn't even imagine that I would go past 2000. And now I'm like in 2021. No. Do you, I, I'm I remember because I was, I turned 28 in 2000. So you would have been, I don't know. What are you? you I don't know. There's too much. I'm drinking what wine. <laughs> I would have been 41. In what? 2000. Yeah. No, yeah, because I'm going to be 60. So I would have been 41. That's bad math. No, no I'm 28. So I'm 49 right now. No, it's yeah. too much math. I don't want to do it. I've had a glass of wine. No, I don't care. So, but I know what you mean. 2000 was like George Jetson. You yeah. Know? It was like, I can't possibly. And I don't know that I want to be. And then I had a baby that year and I was like, well, I don't want him to die. Like, that's depressing. I don't want the world, you know, like he's a baby. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And now we're older, older women, women of a certain age. Certain yeah. age. I don't even know what a certain age is. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm going to get my whole face relifted. I don't give a yeah, shit anymore. I actually hope you do that because I really want to see what happens so I can decide if I, I want, want to see what happens too. It better be good for that money. I just want you to remember your face is going to cost more than my house <laughs> because I bought but it will be worth bucks. it and it's all with the CPP payment Canada pension plan <laughs> they all know what that is it's okay <laughs> okay back to the movie not the, the people movie. in the Netherlands okay that's true that's true hi Netherlands um so netherlands i hope you feel represented by santa marcella please quickly check that he is dutch because i'm pretty sure he is no he's not jan rubis i think he we is don't even celebrates well we now do because we no, do everything real santa the santa actor the santa in holland is saint nicholas and he's from Listen, spain put down your wine he's <laughs> <laughs> december 5th so I mean the actor in the movie who plays. Oh, did I have to double check? I, I have no, I think his name is John Friesen. Ruben, Ruba, Ruby. Look at, look it up. You, you've got the Wikipedia in front of you. Look it up. I know they don't talk about him. And I turned my anyway. phone off. Hey, let, let's go quickly because we only have an hour and we have six minutes to spare. Oh you don't want to, so, you don't want to so add it. So we, I actually did put it for an hour and a half because we talked too long. So. Yeah. She meets Santa. She asks him to bring her dad back to life. He says, I can't, but your poor, exhausted mother is yet again up to bat. <laughs> yet again, she has Wrong to be the one. For everything. She has to be the one to bring your dad back to life. So then they go through and they meet all the elves. And the elves, it turns out, are just good people who died. Um, it's actually cute. Abby sees the janitor who used to work in her school, and he's a Santa self. That made me very happy. Yeah. And my favorite thing is Santa walks through and says Merry Christmas to everybody in like 30 languages. It's beautiful. That's my goal. I can say Merry Christmas in like seven languages, but I want more. I want more. <laughs> um, so she goes and Santa finds a 
piece of mail that she needs to give her mom. She travels back with Gideon. He finally leaves her the fuck alone because she's back at the house and he's like, my job here is done. I don't know what else to do. December 26th, you know, it doesn't matter if she likes Christmas or not. He gives Ginny who her child's return. And this poor woman is so exhausted and so emotionally spent that even though her seven-year-old ran away from home that night, she can't even be bothered to lecture her. She's just like, please just don't, okay? Like, just just don't. It's it's a lot. It's too hard to deal with. I don't like it. Yeah. And then she, what she finds, Marcella, you tell them what she finds. Do you remember? She finds the letter that she wrote to Santa many, 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 many moons ago. That's right. <laughs> and I don't know what it said anymore. The handwriting was pretty bad. Yeah, she was a dummy. For sure. <laughs> but she, yeah, it was just like from her when she was little and she was, her name is Ginny Hanks. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even matter. Dear Santa. And she, her dad was the, the Ramada Inn manager. That's right. So it's on the letterhead of the Ramada Inn. Yeah, that was cute. Um, and the, even the envelope is the Ramada Inn. So that's very recognizable to her. And she realized that there must be a Santa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she the, has this moment and she's like all excited. So she decides to go off and mail Abby's daughter, potentially to keep anybody else from getting murdered. I don't know. Enough has happened. Who else else is going to get killed? She mails the letter. Gideon says Merry Christmas to her. And I'm so proud of that bitch because she still won't say it. She did not say it back. And then as she's sort of walking away, all the Christmas lights come back on in the neighborhood. I know. Here comes Jack. Jack's not dead. Yeah. And Thank everything God. is just fine. And it's still the night before Christmas Eve. So she can have her It's a Wonderful Life, the reverse or whatever. I don't know. So she yeah. goes, tells her boss the next day that she needs to take the day off to be with her kids. He doesn't fire her. He says that's fine. Uh, becomes a totally different person. Oh, he's suddenly so sweet. I know. What the hell was that about? Well, there must be high unemployment in Owen sound in those days, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, like that's ever changed. Um, she also goes and heads Harry off before he robs the bank and buys a camp stove from him so that he can celebrate Christmas. Yeah, that was very that's, sweet. That is very sweet. And then she goes to great granddad's and has Christmas and empties out her own fucking bank account to start the Jack Ranger bicycle shop. I'm like, I'm, I'm with her on that. I think the guy had talent on fixing <laughs> You saw that in that messy basement? You just saw, oh, you know what I saw? Wheels. I saw wheels and handles. That's it. Well, now he would not be, like in 1985 in Owen Sound, he would not be successful at this business. No. But now in 2021, everybody's freaking biking here. But it is 1985. I got to tell you, people would just steal bikes back then. Yeah. You didn't have to make them. I'm not paying for them. Just steal that kid's (laughs) bike down there. It's fine. And then yeah, it wasn't a realistic time. dream in those it wasn't, days. Um, I think it's very sweet that she gave him an envelope full of cash and check, it looked like. I think it was a check. It was a she check, wrote a but- check, but then it was a big fat envelope. So she either wrote him a novel or <laughs> just had a, a wad of cash in there too. I don't know. Yeah. So then finally, she sees Santa. And finally, finally, she held out forever. <laughs> She says, Merry Christmas. 
Yeah. And she I did guess, do that. Yeah, she did. No, no, no. I thought it was a sweet movie. Oh, I did yeah. pass out a few times, almost, but I stayed awake. Just like I was plowing through this because yeah. I needed it for the podcast. And uh, yeah, I thought it was a sweet movie, though. Altogether, it was sweet. I think everybody who lives in Owen Sound, oh, yeah. especially who was alive in the 80s, should see it. I actually have no think choice. anybody who lives in a bit of an economically depressed town yeah. uh, that, you, that you feel real affection for, like that's the thing. I can talk shit about Owen Sound all day, but I love my town. Right, like I don't oh yeah, no, it's a like fantastic I town. Them. I always say it's the best city I've ever lived in, or town oh, I've ever lived yeah. in. No, so for sure. Yeah, it's a great place, and but I think, you know, it's not a cutesy town. It's not like a little tourist town where people come and like there's touristy stuff, but it's, yeah. people live hard lives here sometimes. And I think there's lots of towns like that all over everywhere. And I think it will be very recognizable to people who live in towns like that. Right? Oh, for sure. Like towns where that's like you really rely heavily on, you know, a local factory and, and like those kind of things. It's it's not the happiest. I mean, there are happy moments or it's really sweet. I forgot to mention that she sings alone in the shower. And that's so <laughs> cute. It's the cutest. It's like the happiest she is in the whole movie. And then the kids come yeah. in and pay. Uh, in the name of love, <laughs> before you break my heart exactly marcella so and then as as, as then course. she gets kicked out to answer the phone Ugh. and then everybody has to pee because they have to share one effing bed bathroom oh my gosh actually you know it's funny that scene i'm not going to say which one of my kids did this but just but the one bathroom and everything i remember we were walking home from school once there's nothing to do with anything and they were all in their snowsuits and I'm sure we all remember, no matter what age we were, what it was like when you had to pee and you had your snowsuit on. And you're just like, oh, like not going to happen. This is going to. So he made an executive decision as you're we walking into the house and one of his other brothers had to pee. He just looked at me, walked over to a snowbank, sat down, just peed all over the snowbank, fully glaring at me with eye contact the whole time and it just went yellow everywhere around him and he looked at me like what do you want me to do we have one bathroom this is the way it goes i thought that was a smart decision actually yeah i was very off. smart yeah i remember the first year we lived in owen sound and i'd never seen so much effing snow in my whole yeah. life actually yeah. the moving truck couldn't even get to our house because of all the snow, what, the roads were the roads were closed. We moved in like January fifth, oh, no, January the first week of January is when we moved in. And they always said, "Oh, there's a break in the snow in January. Don't worry, the truck will go through." Uh, anyway, it didn't go through, and we were sleeping on the floor. And I walked with my kids on the streets. And the snowbanks were so high that yeah. they were on the snowbanks and they were looking right into the bedrooms of people's houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> and they saw yeah. naked people in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, well, they got an education on the way to school. So that's something. No, this was in the middle of the night because we were just walking. And oh, then, yeah. Oh, I can look right. Oh, look, they're naked. Jesus. Oh, 
Actually, we, because your kids went right away to Dufferin too, didn't they? Like mine. They went to what? Dufferin. They went to like the Yeah, Dufferin. Because we went to a walking school and that was, it was nice because, you know, they never got snow days. I loved it. They had no, they just could walk right to school. Oh. Dufferin was, uh, was a special school. It really was. It really was because they had to go to school no fucking matter what. Like it was our, every other kid would get a snow day and my kids would be crying. It didn't say Dufferin. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> so I'm glad yeah. you liked this movie. That actually surprises me. I thought you were going to be like, what the fuck? Did well, you I know what I was watching. It's from the 80s. Oh, it's yeah. not the biggest budget ever. No. No. Although even though it was Disney, it wasn't a big budget. And probably they got married because she wasn't that big a star in those days yet. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm not. Um, that actually came out in the movie theater, though, because I remember we had moved to Markham uh, because my mom got married and we went to see that at like the movie theater in Markham. Believe it. Okay. Well, the other thing was that I did recognize some scenes from Toronto, too. And in oh, those yeah. days, Toronto was a big big into movies because the first jobs I got in Toronto were working as an extra because they would pay cash. I didn't have my working visa oh, yet. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah. my social insurance number. The reason I got married. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> so I could do it for cash and I would use Michael's name and I would call and say, oh, it's supposed to be Michaela. Very smart. Oh my gosh. Michaela Leeper. Um, anyway, so I was working for cash on extra sets and then I got hired to work for an agency to place extras and it business was booming. Oh, I, like, so this I, is 1988. I don't think it still is. I, I think it's no, like, not anymore. But in those right days, now. it was like everything was being filmed in Toronto. Yeah. And surrounding areas because it was so much cheaper. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. this one, I think the mall scene is filmed in Scarborough Town Center. I yeah, there's definitely that. a very in the beginning. You see where I used to work too. It's the warehouse grill, which is in that area where all the warehouses are right downtown in yeah. Toronto. It's a scene there and they're filming it there. So well, it's so nice. Part- it's- yeah, it's sorry. I don't even know how they found their way up to Owen Sound. I don't know. And it's called the town is called, I think, Medford. Uh-huh. Get it, Medford. <laughs> and there's a real I should point out, even though I really let's face facts. I only did this movie so I could do the movie about Owen Sound. That's it. It's a Christmas yeah. movie about Owen Sound. But there's a real debate locally about whether it's a Meaford movie or an Owen Sound movie. Well, the bank, the Christmas tree is right at City Hall. But from what I understand from asking Yana, my little little Ann, she said more scenes were actually filmed in Meaford than in Owen Sound. But she's sure. (laughs) To me, the iconic scenes were filmed here. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like Meaford, get out of here. You know, you're fine. And Meaford, although Meaford's so cute too. Like that's the nice thing about it. Meaford is cute. And and I when I see the snow, but then there's all the puddles because oh. half the snow is already melting. Oh yeah. That's what it is here right now. I just walked today and my I, I soaked through two pairs of socks. It was disgusting. Yeah. So I, I hate that. It's like, okay, there we go. 
So Michael didn't walk in yet. I know. Uh, we should finish soon. So you now you don't have to worry about the snow anymore because you're, of course, on the other side of the country. <gasps> this morning it was like 16 degrees and there was oh people God. running in their shorts. And I ended up just wearing my T-shirt because I got so hot. That's really I walked yeah. in snow, of course. And I remember I have a very fond memory of you and I getting... I was coming to town to go for a walk with you and I live five minutes outside of town and I had to park my car at the top of the hill because it wouldn't get down the hill. <laughs> I walked down to your place and you and Jill and I went yeah. for a walk in the snow, but it was so dangerous that we were like having to hold onto the side, like sides of things. And we were, Oh, we still did it. It was great. Don't you miss yeah. that? Doesn't that sound fun? I do miss those walks in the morning with, yeah. the, with that whole group that we used to do it with. That oh, we yeah, used yeah. to work out with. We had our workouts at the yeah, base. Right. And then coffee and, after it was great. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did like that a lot. So yeah. anyway, I was going to tell you about my how I lost my virginity at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting X-rated. Okay. Tell me. I didn't. Do I, do I actually not know how you lost your virginity? That surprises me. Go ahead. Tell me. Let's hear it. No, I never lost my virginity at Christmas, but I thought that would be a good plug. You know, I told you, you should like fish bait people. <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> Clickbait people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clickbait to get more people to listen. I, hey, listen, the last episode had the word anus in it. I don't know what else you want me to do. Yeah. Did, that's, yeah. Because his last name is Ana. Agreed, Anus. <laughs> and he said that when he pronounces his name, he likes to de-emphasize the anus. And that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> I loved it. So my next yeah. episode, I need to find one where I'm not mad at the husband because it's becoming a real theme for me. And I'm sorry. Oh, yeah a real bitch so. Right. so so she did lose her husband because he got shot at the bank so she was a single mom That's for true. a little period of time for that day was, for and that the, day the moral of the story is if you don't say merry christmas <laughs> you'll become a single mom too because your husband's gonna get shot in the chest and i mean she was a widow for a while yeah the children were drowning funny. she was and, you know, a well, yeah go ahead did you want to say well i was gonna say i love the fact that the children fully tell her oh an angel took us we were flying mom an angel saved us and she's like yeah 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 like no one listens to the kids they they are constantly telling her what's happening and she's like oh, okay all right whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah that feels very oh. 80s too yeah I like yeah yeah i loved her outfit is that coat Oh. She, actually, she actually looked just like my sister-in-law. She like the skinny and then the coat and the hat and the and the brooch. Oh, the my scarf. aunt Brenda looked exactly like her. Like yeah. she had my mom and my aunt Brenda had matching perms and matching coats in the 80s. And they were both just Mary Steen Virgin. Like that's just who they were. I don't know if that was the look they were going for. Who knows? So yeah. let's share instead of doing like a positive thing about single motherhood let's talk let's share a positive thing about living in Owen Sound at Christmas how about that okay so my positive thing was that well first of all at work we would adopt the family yeah well, and nice. I love that so we would be with the whole office and when Ian Donaldson owned I can't say names I'm sorry just cut it out anyway when he I owned the I told you he's in <laughs> when he 
owned the office, it was like kind of an unlimited budget. And so it was kind of, it was insane. Like we would buy for these families, like from laptops to to anything, like just crazy, crazy, crazy. And so we were always supposed to be anonymous. And then one year, I think the CAA decided not to keep it anonymous because it was just so out of control what we were buying for these families. And then the, 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 the father of the family came forward and said, you know, he, he's thanked, thanked us. But it was just like, it was just such a great thing to do this for yeah. a family that had dick or nothing. Like that yeah. really was struggling. I was having a hard time. And yeah, I always have the fondest memories of doing that. Just going out shopping for, and they would give you the age of the kid and what yeah. they would want. And like, and then to, from Ian to give the unlimited budget, just buy anything you wanted. Like well, that's beautiful. That must you're be getting so nice. like this, everything. So we would all pick one person in the family and we would just go to town. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that. Actually, yeah. I'm going to piggyback off that because one of my fun, because of course I grew up here, right? Obviously I was yeah. a, little, a little kid here and I lived with my grandparents um, and my mom and my grandparents were sort of quietly charitable too. Like they were, they didn't make a big thing about it. And I just have one very specific memory of being about the age of the kids in this movie, actually, maybe seven or eight. And on Christmas Eve, going with my grandparents and they were giving a family Christmas like they just had everything in the trunk and they asked if I wanted to go for a drive with them. And they got me to sit in the car and wait and they brought the bags and the turkey and everything to the door. And the thing I really remember about it is, you know, cause this, this can be a pretty rough town. It's, it's not always easy. For oh me. yeah. And it was on uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I don't want to say the street, but it's on one of the little side streets. It's kind of tougher. And I just remember watching my grandpa and the, I, I assume the dad talk in the front door and they were, he was talking to him with such respect. Like my grandpa was talking to the guy and just sort of like had his arms crossed and was nodding. And they were just so classy, you know, like yeah. I was so proud of them. Even as a little kid, I could see that there were these, like, they weren't doing it for a tent. I don't know. I mean, maybe they did to adults. I don't know. But like from my, from what I could see, they were just nice. And they just yeah. did this because that's just what you do. And it was, yeah, you're right. It was, it's, it was really, really lovely. That was a really, uh, it's actually reminding me I should really get my act together this year, actually, because. Uh, yeah. Well, with my office now, we decided to, instead of kids, because there's a lot of backup for kids nowadays for through all, but then we decided to, to adopt a senior this year. Yes. That's actually, you know what I have to say, I've heard that quite a bit. Yeah. Where people are adopting seniors and people who don't get visits from anybody. Maybe they don't have families or whatever. Yeah. And especially post COVID, well, not post COVID because we're not post COVID. Still, we, we have now this omni. No, no, don't you fucking dare. Don't you start. I just booked my trip, my flight. Don't you dare. Well, you'll be fine. You go, you just have to test, test, yeah. and test. You'll be fine. I will not. As soon as I heard about it, I was like, absolutely not. No, 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 thank you to this, but for, for, for older people who've been in nursing homes and not have yeah. any, any access to anybody. I mean, how nice is that? I actually think it'd be nice to go visit them, but I don't know if you're allowed, like, 
I don't yeah, I think right now, still here right now, we could visit them. Yeah, I think maybe we could here too. And yeah. actually, there's another, I'm going to give one more little nice memory of Owenstown. I once, years ago, I think you're, you'd remember this, actually, I think. I wrote a column about how I never got to go Christmas caroling, and I always was really jealous of people who like Christmas carol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the people from the United Church said, you know, you're emailed me and said, you're welcome to come with us. We're just going to go out for like a night of Christmas caroling. That was one of the best nights I've had in probably 10 years. Oh my God. They had a school bus and they had like little song sheets and everything. And what we were doing was we were Christmas caroling at nursing homes. And, but also for people who go to that church, but maybe were sick and couldn't leave their houses. And so we would actually take the bus around and line up with little candles in front of their houses. And then someone would knock on the door and they'd come to the door and, this one woman, oh my God, I'm actually gonna cry. I don't, I'm not gonna cry. It was so lovely, but I guess her dad was quite sick, like on his, uh-oh. Michael's uh -oh. coming. I'm not gonna finish the story. It was really beautiful and he, everybody cried. <laughs> oh no, he's here. Um, no, he's back. it was really, really lovely. Um, yeah, they just, they just did this really nice thing. And then they gave me a bunch of baked goods after at their church. It was really amazing. oh that sounds really nice yeah it was it was really beautiful i loved it i wish we could do that again but yeah so it's um it's a pretty nice place to live at christmas victoria mm -hmm. is though too i'm sure yeah owen sound is better agreed that's <laughs> that's the uh, name of the episode owen sound is better owen sound is better merry christmas merry christmas everyone well thank you again marcella as ever good chat i really yeah. wish you I wish you had lost your virginity at Christmas. I would have loved that story because, you know, I can't edit it out because I don't know how. It's perfect. Uh, that could be a next episode on how to lose your virginity. And I will tell the story. Oh, and it's no, terrible. But... It's oh, a horrible no. story. Does anybody have a good story about that? It was just terrible. Yeah, it's not that good. No, it's not that good. All right, my girl. I will talk to you later. Thank you so much. I'm actually going to talk to you for a second. Don't leave. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will talk to you soon, I guess. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye.